You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Again, 312-255-8408. Also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago, YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of William Cathedral in Chicago, and co-host Mark Teresi, no longer the executive director. Right, no title. No, right now, no title, but a part-time right. assistant with me and working with uh, uh, stewardship. And the 175th. 175th comes up next year. So yeah. how are you doing, Mark? Very good. What a beautiful day today. Oh, huh? Yesterday, the first full day of summer, last evening, the summer solstice, I looked outside the window, even at 9 p.m. in the western sky, you could see still glimmers of light right. at Beautiful. 9 p.m. In fact, sunset yesterday was 8.29 p.m. I remember as a kid, I thought the days started getting shorter with daylight toward the end of July, not realizing it's June 22nd. Tomorrow, uh, today. Today, it starts getting shorter by a minute, a minute 20 seconds per day. And um, it just, and we're going to blink It'll be July 4th, Labor Day, and summer's over. It's kind of like life at our age, right? It does go by faster. <laughs> so I always tell people, in summer, create wonderful memories with family and friends. And the things you've been putting off, so I'm going to do this summer, I'm going to do this summer, do it. Because it'll be Labor Day. I'm like a little we kid. Fall. Like a little kid for Father's Day, our son, his wife, and their five daughters had other responsibilities, but we had already planned this Sunday, we're going miniature golfing, and I'm looking so forward to it. This Sunday? Like, like, yeah, like a little kid. Uh, which a little miniature golf course? The one right on Devon. And, uh, Devon, is that still there? Yeah. Oh, Devon, yeah. it's been there for years. And you drive by, and it's packed usually. Yeah. I haven't, a, I haven't night gone, like yesterday? I haven't gone miniature golf in 30 years. But I know. it'll be fun. Oh, it will be. It'll be fun. So we have a great program lined up again, 312 255 on May 20th of this year, Cardinal Blaise Supich ordained five men to the priesthood at Holy Name Cathedral in Chicago, five men for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Join us this morning to talk to us about his vocation journey is one of these men. Father Jesus Custodio will be serving the community of St. Alphonsus in Chicago. So, Father Jesus, welcome to the program. Congratulations. Ordained a month ago, two days ago. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's, it's a wonderful morning to, to be here. And yeah, yes, uh, on, on June 20th, I was thinking, oh, it's, it's a month now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so quickly. The time goes by so quickly. Has the, have you come off the cloud since ordination day 
May 20th. I think I'm still writing it. I'm still, yeah. I'm still out there. And ironically, yes. now here's interesting, Mark. The day of your ordination, May 20th, 2023, was the date of my first Mass as a young priest, May 20th, 1979. Wow. So, Jesus, how old are you? I'm 35. No, 30, 34. Okay, no, more, tri- 35. no more tricky questions. We'll... Uh, <laughs> Well, I think there's a way to begin, Father Jesus, and that is um, you were not ordained in a vacuum, but there's a story. So maybe let our listeners know, how did you move toward the priesthood? Who was influential? How old were you? So kind of tell us your story. Sure. So I was in in, uh, teaching. Uh, I graduated from UIC in uh, 2013, as I started teaching uh, high school and and there was a sense of 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 enjoyment what I what I did at, at the classroom and and starting my new career, helping out and uh, doing what I what I thought was was what I wanted to do in life, which was giving back to the community and, and fulfillment. But there was a time also that I that I started helping out at my local parish, which used to be St. Francis de Sales in the South Side, and so. Oh, wow. I started getting involved and, and, and saw the needs of the parish, but I also saw that I that I really liked that environment uh, of being at the parish. I started out helping with catechism, and eventually the pastor asked me to do the, the coordinator for the cat, for the religious education program. And so I, I, I would spend more hours at church and the office and, and the like, seeing people. And, and it was uh, on the weekday I was at... At the, at school, and then on on the weekends I was at the church, and so I was at, at the parish, and so I enjoyed being at the parish a lot. I remember those days, and I would say, I like this. I, I like to maybe have this full time, and so the there was a little spark there. But in in that time, I also met some seminarians who came for the as you might know the. The, the, the appeal weekend when mm-hmm. they come and, and share their vocation story and, and so I heard them and, and, and the sacrifice that they had made one of, of those seminarians was had a, had a girlfriend and, and the girlfriend uh, she had he had to let go of the girlfriend and the other seminarian was an older seminarian who said he, he had been, always been interested and so that caught my attention uh, and, and something in, 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 in me said are you also going to wait this plus 40 years to answer the Lord. And so I think that there was a Holy Spirit speaking. And I remember as a little kid, I used to play that I was a priest back at home. I was born in Mexico, raised until uh, I was 11 years old, and then we migrated to the, to the United States here in Chicago. And so <laughs> I remember back then I used to play that I was a priest. I, I, I think I, I blessed... Uh, uh, in my in my grandma's house, I would line up like the different my my mom my grandma had bird cages, and so <laughs> I would bless the the birds and I would bless uh, <laughs> anything on, on the path. I was making a little procession. I, I make a shoebox, and, and the shoebox had had an, uh, images of of an altar of of, of our blessed mother and, <laughs> and, and the saints, little, little uh, holy cards. And so it, I, I was brought up in a small town and uh, in Mexico with a lot of uh, devotional practices and so we have the the patronal feast day where everybody's outside and and in procession we have 
the Corpus Christi procession, which it which used to be big. And so all of these were in my head. And so I, as a kid, I, I think I, I used to say I wanted to be a priest. I used to do that. I, I, this is a little embarrassing, but it's part of, of that. It, I used to put my grandma's nightgown on because that uh-huh. looked like a chasuble for me. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just like a priest. And so uh-huh. in, I, I remember these things when, when, when the, this, this sense of vocation sparked uh, as, a, as, a, as a teacher, as helping out at St. Francis de Sales. And, but all of, all of it was, was kept in silence. I really never told my parents about it, never spoke about it with, with a priest. And so uh, it happened also that St. Francis had a new pastor, and he, he the same pastor who, who hired me to be the coordinator, asked me, have you ever thought about being a priest? And so I, I said, no, no, that's that's not for me. I have a career. Uh, I'm not moving. But that that question really never... I had to give it a, a, a deeper thought and an answer. And so I think that's, um, we, I went to one of the retreats at Mundelein for exploring the priesthood weekend. And so at first I said, no, I I, I was still very hesitant. I said, no, th- this is not my environment. I, do I really want to be part of the church? And in, in I'm a history major, that's why what I have from UIC teaching of history. And I said, I don't want to be part of of this historical church that has been, in a sense, uh, that has been uh, witness to a lot of uh, bad and evil things that have mm-hmm. happened in the world, mm-hmm. especially after the conquest in, in the Americas. And so I said, I, I, I was very hesitant because of, of that. But then I remembered uh, that the Lord had touched me in, in a sense back in in college i i used i i stepped away from 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 the church briefly and i said I, for the same reason i don't want to be part of it do i want to believe in in the in the eucharist and that was a big doubt is that really truly present jesus is it is, it, is he truly present and i said no in, in my own conclusion without really knowing much i said no i'm Maybe that's just a symbol, and so that's what I had. That's a symbol of Jesus. Um, but it, some some of the people at the Newman Center at UIC they they invited me to a night night adoration, and in that a, a night adoration, I came out with the sense of no, that's truly Jesus. Something happened there. That that thing that I began to doubt is the same thing that brought me back into the church. And so, back to Saint Francis himself, I said no, that Jesus really touched me in a sense and, and I came back and, and this is why I'm helping. And so I decided to in a sense take that you took that, say, okay, you took that to next step and it's interesting Jesus is that uh I was a former vocation director at Niles College Seminary of Loyola, which became mm. Saint Joseph College Seminary mm-hmm. for seven years. And I truly believe that the Lord is calling as many men to the priesthood today as he did fifty, sixty years ago, but few are responding. Mm-hmm. And the very fact that you you know, almost like saying, Lord, why don't you call someone else? Leave me alone <laughs> because I've got a career in teaching. Yeah. That, but ironically, you know, Mark, is when I was a little boy, people have asked me when I was a kid, did I play priest in the house? Mm-hmm. I never did. I never once as a child, five years old, seven years old, 10 years old, said mass in the living room or the backyard. I just never did. So, Mark, you had a question. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering, That's... Father Jesus, what what was the reaction of the parish and also of your students you were teaching when you decided to go to the seminary? Yeah. Well, and, and with my parish, they were thrilled. They were excited because uh, especially the, the the people who are more involved with the church, they, they, they saw, they said, Yes, we, we see a vocation in you. You were taking a little too long to actually <laughs> respond. And so they were, they were excited uh, with, with my students in, uh, in, in high school. They, most of them were, were surprised. A lot of them were not Catholic. And so they're, okay, if, if that, they, they go with the sense of, if that makes you happy, then go for it. <laughs> what was the reaction so to your parents? Yeah, my, my parents uh, were... And, and, and the, were surprised as well because, like I said, I had as a kid and as a teenager, I had never really brought up the, the sense of wanting to be a priest. And so they were um, two years into my career. They said, "You just finished your career, uh, but what's what's with the shift? Did you not like teaching?" And and oh, so it's not question. that I didn't like teaching, but I I guess I needed to, there was something that I needed to explore that I had not explored. So I, I went. We walked together in this path and. And they've been very supportive, and and but it, it was a hard transition for them as well, going, going um, because it, it was it was a surprising it was surprising mm-hmm. event. Well, let's take a little break. WNDZ seven fifty AM Catholic Chicago three one two two five five eight four zero eight. You can go to YouTube dot com slash Catholic Chicago. We'll be back with Father Jesus and maybe uh, the. The next part of our program, talk a little bit about your vision of priesthood and and the community that you're walking into, St. Alphonsus, and and, um, how you perceive the next years of your life as priest. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say, my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really you are changing lives, you are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders, teach, Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Community is core to Catholic Charities' founding mission. For more than 100 years, we have met people and families where they are, serving anyone in need, regardless of their faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. As our world absorbs the economic, political, and social aftershocks of the pandemic, 50% or more of the 6 million people living in Cook and Lake Counties have little or no savings. They are a paycheck away from zero. We are deeply grateful to everyone in the Catholic Charities community who partners with us to alleviate the suffering of the people we serve and offer them a better path forward. 
We are witnessing a message of mercy and hope to a world very much in need. Learn more at catholiccharities.net. Lord our God, who in governing your people make use of the ministry of priests. Do you promise respect and obedience to me and my successors? I do. May God, who has begun the good work in you, bring it to fulfillment. Saint Dominic, It's a lot of emotions, it's, it's joy, it's, it, I, I can't describe peace. When I was prostrating and got up and there was just a sense of peace and then a sense of joy, a sense of gratitude towards God. Uh, it's truly surreal, um, but it is just an incredible outpouring of the grace of God. And so I hope I can live into it every single day. So it's, it's an incredible joy to receive his love in such a profound way. And I hope that in some way I can share that in a profound way with the people that I meet. parish experience that I've had has just exposed me to so much of what priests do and how they serve their parishioners. God is always wanting to fulfill us. And, and the way that I'm fulfilled is by giving myself. So before, even before I was, came to seminary, I was a teacher and I wanted to give back to the community. But there was something missing there. Out of the deep desires of my heart, the desires for being known and loved and desiring to give myself over to a great cause, um, that was the, in, that my initial desire. And I've met so many young people about my age and younger who have that. And when I finally encountered God and began to discern, I said, this is what fulfills me the most. Welcome back. We're back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Catholic Chicago with Father Jesus. Your parents, were those your parents standing with you in that clip? Yes, that, that was my, my, my parents. What uh, was that, fe what was that feeling like, what was that, that first basically, blessing? Yeah, I was going to say, exactly. What was it like to give them their, your first blessing? Uh, it was a little surreal, like... Uh, we we prayed together before, but now I'm I'm doing with with their hands and and so it's it was it was just a sense of again as I'm thinking about it, just a sense of joy and um, that that when I was doing those those saying those words of, of, of blessing. Yeah, you know, I find that uh, with the ordination with your class uh, on May twentieth, every ordination I've attended, I think back to my own ordination in May 9th. 1979. Now, ironically, Jesus, as you were ordained on May 20th, which was for me, been blessed now 44 years a priest, the day that I was ordained a priest in 1979, 
it'd be equivalent to a guy 70 years old then ordained in 1935. Wow. Amazing. So a priest ordained in 1935 would be watching me ordained with my classmates, 31 of us, in 1979, equivalent to you ordained with me now, the 70-year-old, and how quickly the years have gone by. What was it like for your first blessing with your mom? It was, it was, I used the word, I like the word Jesus used, surreal. Here I'm blessing my mother, and I had my mother, we were close together, in front, like uh, Jesus' parents, with my mother, and just, you know, did a spontaneous prayer. But the actual blessing was so special because my mother was incredibly supportive, along with my whole family and the community, for the priesthood. But it is a very surreal feeling. Uh, maybe a question for you, Jesus, is uh, as you begin priesthood, now, does your assignment officially begin July 1, or have you already started? My assignment begins July 1st. And which, which, two weeks. Sa- which St. Alphonsus? Uh, St. Alphonsus in, in the north side in Lakeview. Oh, in Lincoln. And, and Lincoln. No, yes. the one on... Oh, on, on, okay, on Lincoln there. Uh, and yeah. it, uh, Let me ask you this. Uh, yeah. As you begin as a new ordained priest, Jesus, what are some of your hopes and dreams to serve the people of God? That, that's a that's a good question. I think that's something I've been wanting to this whole time of formation, especially in the last years, is to go out there and, and be able to be with, with the people, be able to uh, offer the sacraments. And so that's that's something that I've, I've started to, to do already, especially with helping out at my, my home parish, my teaching parish, and, and doing confessions. And so uh, I know the, the, the people there, uh, most of them, are able to identify me. And so coming to St. Alphonsus is being able to, to know the people, being able to see their background, um, growing in, in faith. Uh, I'll, I'll be growing because I'll be learning from them. Um, and I hope that through my preaching, through my presence, they will also take a little bit of of, of, of my faith and, and, and grow in their faith. And so being able to to, to grow together. And also and, let me share faith. this as, a, as an old mm-hmm. warrior in terms of being out 44 years couple things. Number mm-hmm. one, it's not about you. It's about serving the people of mm-hmm. God. And number two, listen to the people. As you are, you come as a teacher, you come as a priest, but also you come as a learner. So let the people, mm-hmm. by their wisdom, teach you. So it's very humbling in that part. And thirdly, that um, when I was in the seminary, when you were in the seminary, we are taught it, priesthood is a life of giving a life of service, a life of helping others. Yes. But in terms of a life of giving, I have found Jesus in 44 years. I have received more from people by way of love, affirmation, and kindness than I've ever been able to give. So we talk about priests as a life of giving, but uh, Mark and Jesus, I've received more from people. It's been overwhelming. It's been a, it's been a great ride, and I pray that for you, Jesus, that your entire priesthood, long may it be, to serve the people of God faithfully, to listen to people, and to be a witness not only in word, but in action. And uh, I can tell right now, I, I love your enthusiasm, your humility, and that... Um, your smile. Your smile. You're happy. You've got a very Thank warm... You. And isn't it funny, the Thank journey you. that took you to May 20th was a hard one, because many times you doubt and say, Lord, call somebody else. But then there's a peace that comes upon us, and you get up each day and say, thank God for the gift of priesthood 
another opportunity to serve the people of God. Well, should be in marriage, too. Yes. As a sacrament that you wake mm-hmm. up in the morning happy to be married, happy to be um, together. And, and every day, Mark, is a gift. Yeah. There's no guarantee. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Father Canary, I was up at Munline for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you only put in five. I put in 15. <laughs> but um, I worked with <laughs> Father Canary always uh, had said to uh, the seminarians what you're saying. He said, when you walk into your parish, the people will teach you how to be a priest. Mm-hmm. And and, mm-hmm. and I never forgot that line because basically what he was saying was, they will love you, they will challenge you, but they will tell you what their needs are spiritually, and, and you'll be there to respond. Now, I have a question about St. Alphonsus, because I grew up St. Clements. I know Alphonsus real well. A lot of young adults. What's your, what's your take on young adults and the church, and how, how will you approach them at Alphonsus? Uh, that, that's a, I, when I began to... When, when I was received, rather, when I received the assignment, I, uh, people began to say, oh, that's a big parish, and that's a parish with a lot of young adults. And, and, and when I met with the pastor for the first time, that's exactly what he also said. And so, in a sense, I was, okay, what am I to give uh, them? But going back to what uh, Father Greg just said about receiving also, learning from them, because I think that they, they want someone to walk with them. I remember as when I was in college, somebody who walk with you and and and, and the faith and, and and be there uh when things come up in in, in life and, and and so that's that's what i'm hoping is it's be being able to to know the who who the young adults are but also it, it's it's an integral part of the church it's uh uh it's the present of the church uh especially uh, at saint alphonsus and so uh just being present uh, and see in what ways I can help. Mark, share that line again from Father Canary. The, the, yeah. As you approach your parish, the people will teach you how to be a priest. Very, right. very okay. true. And the thing is that the, that cannot be taught in a seminary because you need that lived experience exactly. as a parish priest to serve the people of God. And, uh, you know, it's very, Father Jesus, very humbling, incredibly rewarding. And I'll share this with you. People ask me, you know, Greg, if if you did it all over again, would you be a priest? I said, absolutely yes. Absolutely yes. I thank God every day for the gift of priesthood. And it's interesting because, Jesus, you're brand new, and Greg's 44 years, but you both have a joy about being a priest. I mean, and and it is the key. You let people teach you also. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. uh, And by the way, Jesus, you'll make your mistakes because we all make mistakes. Mm I wish we had do-overs in terms of handling the situation, but you learn by that. And people are very, very forgiving. But here's the thing. If you assume the goodness of people, listen to them, and walk with them, and walk with them, and what you, I can tell that's what your priest will be molded that way. And, uh, you know, it has its ups and downs, but I always tell people when you make a commitment to marriage or priesthood, it's not to the good times together, but the hard times together. And same thing with priesthood. There'll be good times, there'll be hard times, great celebrations, and hard moments too. Now what would you, Jesus, what would you say, There's if there's a young man listening kind of 
maybe had some of your journey where you left a little bit and then you and you what would you say to a young man listening uh, if they have these thoughts about possibly being a priest that's uh i think first is yeah on with prayer and so uh, as just Jesus on, on a Sunday Mass and whenever this young man or whoever's listening on, on Mass, take the Eucharist as Jesus to give you clarity, but also uh, voice, make it make it known to somebody, especially a priest who, who you think you can trust and, and, and begin that to, to answer that journey. Because going to seminary, sometimes it's not about staying, like it's about discerning the, the first couple of years and then maybe You'll decide, yeah, this is it, or this maybe uh, is just a calling to for me to have a great faithful, more faithfulness in, in the church. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful way to uh, end the program. And uh, you said the part that I was going to say for last root your whole life in prayer in the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. A beautiful prayer that I say every day, 10 times a day Lord Jesus, may I trust in you completely, then I know you are with me and I shall not fear, and you, Lord, will do the rest. A prayer of trust and surrender is part of my daily Beautiful. prayer. So I want to thank in a very special way, newly ordained from May twentieth, 2023, Father Jesus Custodio, the new associate pastor at St. Alphonsus in Chicago. Father Jesus, our prayers are with you. May God bless you in the journey. Uh, the people, community of St. Alphonsus are very blessed and lucky to they have sure you. Are. So our prayer, I'll see you around the cathedral, around the Archdiocese. Come visit guests. us. Uh, come visit us at the cathedral and at uh, different meetings and all that. Ha- happy one-month anniversary. If a happy one-month. Happy one-month anniversary <laughs> plus two days. Thank you You're so much. You're listening to uh, Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 a.m. 312-255-8408. 312-255-8408. Also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Zakowitz and Mark Teresi. In the second half, we're going to have Todd Williamson... And the topic is going to be sports and liturgy. Stay with us and do not touch that dial.